It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to the Overnight Crowd here on SEN, your home of sport crystal clear through the SEN app, of course, and through your digital radio dials. Paul Sebastiani here in the SEN studios with you. We're going up to 3 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And joining us on the line, as he did last week, it's uh, Daniel Cripps from CrippsRacing.com. Backed a couple of winners for us, uh, namely, I think, Search and Rocks at a, at a good price uh, in the last. But uh, he joins us on the line uh, this evening. A very, very good evening to you, Cripper. How are you, mate? G'day, Paul. Yeah, good to be back. It was um, a funny day last week. We got off to a fly with Buster Bash. Proceeded to give give it all back, plus more. And, uh, yeah, then good old Search and Rocks got us out the last. So we're back again, and what better time than Railway Stakes Day? Probably the... The pinnacle of WA racing for me and, and most other punters. Absolutely, it is indeed. All right, well, we're going to go through races five to eight and leave out race nine just because it's not a feature race. Uh, but uh, which race out of these are you really looking forward to? I'd assume the big group one, the, the railway, but uh, this WA Guineas is looking looking like a crack field as well. Yeah, to be honest, out of all of those four races, like there is not one that I'm not looking forward to there. Um, yeah, four absolute belters. Probably the group one. I mean, we'll touch on it later, but a lot of people are saying that it's probably not the strongest railway stakes we've seen in the last 10 years, and that is probably so. But for me personally, I'd much rather see a race like this, which, while it might not have the same quality, it is so even compared to last year when we saw Western Empire go around $1.50 and really just put on a galloping expedition. Mm. So from a punting point of view, that's, that's not as not as enticing for me so yeah i'm actually really looking forward to the railway okay let's get into the first uh first race uh on the preview it's the uh, the jungle miss classic and well we've got a little bit of a short price favorite here with uh brad Parn- parnham and the miller stables snipperucci two dollars and five cents how were you seeing this race player dominated by number five the favorite race five number five yeah paul i reckon snipperucci Stipper- is Probably your best winning chance on the card. Actually, not probably. Definitely. Uh, she looks awfully hard to beat. She trialled very well before resuming. And then first up was over a 1,000 metres, which is probably on the short side for her, but did not bother her because she was just so electric and sat outside the leader and put away a really quality 1,000 metre short course sprinter with a degree of ease. She actually ran the fastest last 200 of the race despite breathing, which you don't see very often. 1,200 metres, he's right in her wheelhouse. This is up in grade, but she looks very progressive. Doesn't look to be a heap of speed in this race. I think she jumps straight to the front, and all things being equal, that might be the last they see of her. Yeah, it could very well be, and I think her, her win first up really put the put the riding on the wall, so she's uh, she's clearly the on-top selection in this race, Cripper. Yeah, for sure. One thing I probably should have touched on at the, at the top was when we were, the rail's in true 
today. I was tomorrow. Okay. And mm-hmm. when yeah, and when we were there three weeks ago, the inside pad played really poorly. Um, okay. So you had to you had to really in the straight probably want to be at least three lanes off the fence. I've just got that in the back of my mind. As as I said, she'll be leading, and so at the moment, like you said, two dollars oh five. You wouldn't want to. I don't think you won't want to be gutsy and then all of a sudden you find that it's a real off-pace track. Mm-hmm. So personally, I'm just going to be holding fire, wait and see how the track plays, and then hopefully we see a slight drift. I'd love to see $2.50 late and mm-hmm. a fair or an on-speed track, and uh, I reckon that would be enough for me to have a pretty big bet. Okay, love it. Shrewd advice there, so keep an eye on how the track's playing with uh, with that rail position. Uh, okay, number race number six, shall we move on? Uh, we've got the Carbine Club of WA Stakes and Devoted, uh, who we were a little bit opinionated about last week. Didn't really like, uh, well, not, not like its chances, but I think just the, the get-back run on type of horses is, is what you sort of, you know, tend to risk with, with your work. He's a $3.20 favourite. Missed out on getting into the railway after defeat, being defeated by Search and Rocks. And then we've got others in the market. Comes a time, Minsk moment uh, as well. And uh, Billy ain't silly. And It's a Ray Day has been well back 12 into 8.50. But uh, how are you seeing this race play out against the 7 again? Or maybe the price is a bit better? Yeah, like you said last week, we, we agreed that with even luck, he'd probably be hard to beat at from a wide draw he was always going to be some sort of risk at even money and that's exactly how it turned out from he had a double figure barrier I can't remember exactly off the top of my head but Pikey got caught three deep and he actually was still back in the run on a day where it was really hard to make ground so that run while he got beat was full of merit in saying that we do get a better price today but drawn slightly awkward again I I just can't have him at three dollars so I'm going to look around him again the horse who I've got as value in this race, and I would say it right now, he is drawn poorly as well, is Comes a Time. Mm-hmm. He also ran seven days ago in the 1,100-metre feature. He actually he got right back. He actually ran a faster last 200 than Elite Street, which for a horse who is better suited over further was, I thought, pretty phenomenal. Steps up to 1,400 metres, backs up off seven days. Like I said, drawn wide, so even though he's at an each-way price, I'm personally got to back him win only because if he does get a torrid run in transit, you know, he probably doesn't run a place. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a bet where after 200 metres, you probably know your fate, but if mm-hmm. Paul Harvey can get him into a nice spot with a 10 out of 10 right early, then I think he's going to run a huge race at a decent quote. Look, other than that, there is a heap of winning chances in this as probably four or five other horses I could mention that are all going really well. So, yeah, cracking race. And while I do have devoted as my, I guess I'd say he's the hardest to beat, just at $3, I reckon we can look around him. Okay, love it. All right, Uh, so that's race six, the Carbine Club of WA Stakes. Uh, Race number seven. It's the WA Guineas, and well, we've got this undefeated bustler. He's four dollars, but the favourite is down the bottom here, Amelia's Jewel. She's probably the uh, the sprue course of, of WA racing. She is an absolute star. Was a defeated uh, odds-on favourite last up, but she comes up the two dollar twenty-five favourite here. We uh, are we heavily with her, or are we against her? Yeah, Paul. We touched on it last week. She was set to run in the Champion Phillies, but the stable decided to pull the pin and wait the extra week. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good decision too. They'd drawn wide last week and the way the track was playing, she would have gone around odds on, but I reckon it would have 
probably been mission impossible for us. So I think they've uh, done the right thing. Look, I've actually been a bit of a knock on her all preparations. Her two trials okay. before her first start run were fair at best. Uh, first up, while she did get the job done, she just got the 10 out of 10 world perfect run on a hot rail and, and things couldn't have panned out any better. And she just got there. And as you said last night, she tasted the feet. Look, I'm I'm on the bandwagon. It's first time this preparation. I'm gonna I'm, I'm switching. I'm yeah. I'm hitching my cart to the bandwagon. I'm on board. In saying that, what price did you say? She's just over even money. Short enough. Like I've got her clearly ahead of Bustler, but at, yeah, two dollars twenty. I'm probably just gonna wait and see. Uh, but in saying that, I can understand why she is at that price. Bustler's another one for me actually, where I've sort of been potting him a little bit this preparation obviously to my detriment because he's three from three <laughs> but at four dollars forty he doesn't he hasn't done enough on the figures to get me interested at that price and as you saw last start bustler and all the king's men basically dead heated and so i don't really think there's obviously not much between them um and yet all the king's men close to double his price Outside of those three, if you want a bit of value, I know you like your uh, marketing intelligence ball there, yes. SP punters. Yes. Zodome actually SP basically the same as Buster last start. Reared in the gates as the starter let them go. Slight step slow. Had to work to find the front. Was beaten four legs. So it looks disappointing on the eye, but I think you can, I think you can um, forgive that run. If you are a forgiving person, then. And he and you think he can get the mile? Well, he's fourteen dollars each way, and if it plays on pace, he could be one that could cause a boil over at double figures. And the other one I just want to touch on at a price is Lyndon Lady. She raced in the Champions Phillies last week. As I said before, it was a really heavily biased on pace day. She mm-hmm. got back from her wide gate and absolutely rattled home against the pattern. William Pike sticks. You don't get to back Pikey much at uh, close to twenty to wow. one. <laughs> she, exactly. So she is she is drawn wide again, but if we see a pattern where they can make ground, well, I reckon she could be the knockout hope. Okay, like it. I'm actually siding with you. One and sixteen. There, small, small each way players. I don't. Also, don't think there's anything better than than a Parnham duo with double figure odds. To be honest, I uh, I enjoy backing their horses at uh, at long odds, and I think Snowdome. You 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 asked if I was a very forgiving person. Well. Um, I follow Carlton all my life, um, Cooper, so I, I've been very, very forgiving, my friend. So <laughs> we'll, we'll back number one each way, oh, Stodome. Like yeah, we, we get the price to find out as love well. Love it, so love we'll, it. You could do worse. <laughs> could do worse. All right, uh, let's move on to race number eight. It's the Railway Stakes. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, 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 interstate raiders here, namely uh, Ironclad, Yonkers for Chris Waller, um, and a couple of others as well. Winning partner, probably yet to get a run, is, is double nom. But uh, favourite at the moment, tricks of the trade. Drawn a bit better than last start. Our old mate, Searching Rocks, bobs up again as well. Carlos Karma at $7 and Alaskan God at $4.40. This is a very, very, very deep railway stakes. Yeah, it is. Well, and like I said on the show last week, I have zero to no idea about the overeast form. So mm-hmm. actually wouldn't mind getting your thoughts on on the pair of them, actually, Yonkers and uh, what was the other one? Uh, ironclad. Uh, iron, ironclad. Yeah. Particularly Ironclad. Um, don't know much about him, but his figures are quite good. Yeah, well, he came out of a very, very, very fast run or an early fast run, Cranbourne Cup, 
last week where he was just, he was waiting for a run. He had to dart back to the inside, whereas the winner, Uncle Bryn, had all the momentum, had the perfect run in that sort of three to four wide running line. And the leaders and, and on paces just packed up shop. Um, and I, I reckon maybe third up. Uh, the only query with me is I just don't know if he's up to group one level. That That's my only query. Uh, but, I mean, at the weights and, and just based on the fact he's going to be third up and comes out of a, a pretty highly rated Cranbourne Cup, I think they ran a track record or something like that. You could do worse than maybe take 11 and 350. Uh, Yonkers, strong on pace type. Um, he'll be up there early. I, I just, I think sometimes with these mile races, Cripper, and, and you can probably attest to this as well, in these big group ones with these big fields, they could just go hell for leather up front sometimes, and I reckon he might be left wanting late. Probably prefers maybe the the extra dourness you find at two thousand, but I mean he's, he's he's in with maybe a top six hope potentially Yonkers, but I think he will, if I was going to pick out of the two Victorian Raiders, I'd be siding with the way the market was going, and I'd say Ironclad third up after that strong run in the Cranbourne Cup was the way to go. Um, with the Victorian Raiders, but but I really like the favourite here, Tricks of the Trade. I, I think he's been, I know he doesn't come out of Group One races, but I reckon he's he's a nice progressive type, and I reckon he could be the one. I think the WA form is much stronger. Okay, well, and the one thing you have to remember about this race is that while it sounds, you say, well, he might not be up to Group One, especially when you're talking about Ironclad, but mm. isn't this really isn't uh, this Group One is going to go down? For the ages, so yeah, exactly. Our top mm-hmm. weight resort man actually hadn't even won a listed race until about oh, four or five starts. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, look, it's um, yeah, it is. You, know, you probably could just say it is it's below a group one field, but mm-hmm. look, that's what we got to deal with. So, and as I said before, it's a crackingly even race. I tend to agree with you. I do think Tricks of the Trade is def- is one of the horses to beat. Uh, I've marked equal favourite with Carly's Karma. Okay. Now, Car- Carly's Karma is a horse who, if you told me that I was putting her on top of a railway six months ago, I would have uh, told you to go and get stuff. She's, <laughs> on, she's almost on, a, on an exponential upward spiral since joining the camp of Summer Dixon. Last start, she really, two starts ago, she won. It was only a 66 plus, but she won like her horse. And you go, hang on a second, Mike. She could be something special. But mm. last start, she really confirmed that when she stepped up to wait for age company, despite being way out of her depth, and and uh, pushed the horse, who is one of our better wait for age 1,400-meter horses in Mastermind, so basically a nose. It was actually the perfect uh, result for her because if she'd won that race, she probably goes close to being top weight in the railway. However... Finishing second meant she got enough points to qualify, but she also stays on the minimum. So mm-hmm. back to handicap conditions, obviously gets in really well at the weight. From barrier seven, once the scratching's come out, she jumps super. I actually think she'll she'll land in front in the first 50 metres and then wait for horses like Buster Bash, Marachino, and even the horse you mentioned, Yonkers, to come across. And mm-hmm. look, the one-one just looks hers for the taking. From there, she's got a turn of foot. She puts herself in the right spot. I reckon she's definitely going to be hitting the front at some stage in the straight. And my only query with her is whether she can run out a strong mile. She, I wouldn't say she's she's failed at the mile before, mm-hmm. but she's just that's the unknown. So whether she can do it or not, we'll find out on Saturday. But yeah, she goes on top for me from Tricks of the Trade. Who look hard to fault him at the moment. Um, 
absolutely super win first start with 61 kilos when he found trouble and then last start just looked like a real get on me next start run yeah the other one we need to touch on is Alaskan God who was favourite earlier in the week but tricks to the trade is the money's starting to come for him and they're basically splitting it at the moment talking to some punters it sounds like Alaskan God's over the line I don't share that opinion mm-hmm. I agree he's probably the best source in the race or in the future he will be like I really think he'll be special but 1600 metres is he wouldn't want it any shorter he's drawn barrier 12 once the scratching's come out he's going to get back worse in midfield and as we spoke about last week that's not really my style of pattern so while he's favourite I do have a lot of respect for him, but I will be betting around him. Okay, love it. Uh, so to summarise there, Carly's, Carly's Karma, your on-top selection for the main race in the railway. All right, uh, let's go through uh, some best bets from races five to eight, maybe some value and, and a roughie in there as well, and, and if maybe if there's something else that's that's popped up on the card that, that you like as well. Yeah, all right, we'll start with race five. As I said, blinkers on... Not, not the actual blinkers, but my blinkers are on yeah. Nipperucci. <laughs> <laughs> I think she jumps straight to the front, and as long as we get a track that's suitable, that should be all she wrote. Uh, race six, while I do respect the voter as a horse, I'm going to take him on and go with number four, Come to Time, as a bit of value. Mm-hmm. Race seven, Amelia's Jewel, number 15, does look super hard to beat. $2.10, 2 is probably about the right price. So just wait and see. Hopefully we get somewhere closer to $2.50. But other than that, if you're shopping for a bit of value, look at number one, Snowdome, or number 16, Linden Lady, pending track pattern. And in the railway, just going to go with race eight, number 10, Carly's Karma each way. I think she sits on speed and has a turn of foot to really make her presence felt. Uh, just one race I want to touch on earlier in the card. Yep. Race I've played two horses in this. Uh, back to number five, Cashaway, and don't want to lose on number four, Bead. There's a lot of speed in this. I'm hoping they chop each other up out in front, and these two horses can fit in just behind them. They're really effective over the five furlongs. And while it is an even race, and there are more than two winning chances, I reckon they can give you a good run for your money. You've, you've ended it in the best possible way, mate. You've, you've tipped a Clint Johnston Porter runner as your last of the day, mate. There's no, nothing wrong with that. He was crook last was week, wasn't he? I think you. we put the mozzer on him. I know. I um, Yeah, he came out. I think I tipped a horse that he was riding. Rumour says at 9am, my time, and then I got a notification that he'd come out, come out at 9.14. So that's not the start of the day you want, is it? No, no, the poor bugger. But uh, he's back in the saddle and... Uh, you're back in the saddle here on the Overnight Crowd, and uh, you can find all your stuff at, at cripsracing.com. Uh, Daniel Cripps Racing is, is where you can find all his stuff on Twitter as well, right? cripsracing.com to find all his handiwork. Uh, good luck with this big card, mate. Um, we'll, we'll definitely talk to you next week. Hopefully we can find some winners like we did last week, mate. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, beautiful, Paul. Thanks for having me on once again, and like Dad, we'll speak next week. No worries. Here we go. Daniel Cripps from CrippsRacing.com. We'll be back right after this. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.